That's 99 strikeouts for the big man. And here against the donut batter in Garrett Keever. You see Nolan Daniel Malachi Mitchell getting the fans amped up. And it's Cowboy Kyle with strikeout number 100. How else are you going to celebrate getting lifted up by Villaroy? And look at this. You talk about something that really warms the heart. It's Kyle looking up at us and giving us the 100. Uh, that is our darling. We'll have him in the booth a little later on tonight to talk all about being the first man to 100 strikeouts on the tour. And then this might be my nomination for the craziest at-bat of the season thus far. I mean, you have Michael D, who barehand catches a ball, and then chaos really ensues with this next batter, Mikey Edelman. Correct. This is my nomination for the craziest at-bat of the tour. Cowboy Kyle went with a 3-2-2 pitch and then tried the 120-foot pitch, and it's Edelman smacking it out of the ballpark. Great to see the enthusiasm. And Alrighty, everybody. We are back on the Foul Ball Podcast where everything related to us is found at our website, foulballpodcast.com. And we are here to talk about baseball, but nothing related to the Red Sox by any way, shape, or form whatsoever. That's right. We are here to talk about Savannah Bananas. The Savannah Bananas, okay? Because they are shaping a new form of baseball that really needs to be talked about. Why? Because it's entertaining. It's fun. It's taking the sport to a whole different level that so many people have not talked about yet. Although they're gaining a lot of momentum, right? They're on their world tour right now. Traveling not only around the United States, but really all over North America. And eventually it's going to get bigger and go over to Europe and Asia and so on and so forth. But for now, they're hitting so many spots. They just hit a few spots in New England, did a few in the Northeast, and they are getting so much traction. I know one of the uh, networks that we have up here in New England called the New England Sports Network. They were premiered on that down in Hartford, Connecticut when they played at the Yard Goat Stadium. And it was sold out as was basically every other stadium that they've been to, which is crazy. Because you got to think. For a second here, right? Quick side note. Originally, they're, you know, they're just a summer collegiate baseball team. But the owner, Mr. Cole, really studied the game of baseball, essentially, for the most part, right? Studied the game. How can we make the game itself bigger and better? But... Further on top of that, they really studied entertainment. Entertainment, just the way the industry is as a whole. And then entertainers, such as Phineas Taylor Barnum, right? We all know the big famous Disney movie, The Greatest Showman, right? Based on Phineas Taylor Barnum, or as everybody referred to him, P.T. Barnum, creator of the circus, Walt Disney. We just mentioned Disney. So, Walt Disney as an entertainer, right? Then you got the Disney World and Disneyland. However, they kind of cooperates with that. All the movies, what Disney did, what P.T. Barnum did. How did they gain the audience that they had, right? So many things go into it. So now, it's being reflected in the stadiums. 
right? He took the baseball side, the entertainment side, put them two together. Look what you got. 50-50 split. And now it's a product that brings you the baseball, brings you the fun side of it, and now it gets you all the sold-out stadiums. Now they're taking that basic summer collegiate team, they brought it to that new level, like we already said, and they're able to not only play at their home stadium during the summer, but like I said, now they're traveling all around the country, doing what they do best. And now it, it's something that's insanely successful. So now it's just a matter of finding out a way to really promote that and really be able to talk about it and really be able to see the product for what it is now and really elevating it to a new level. So Red Sox for us is going to be slowing down, especially now that the MLB season is slowing down and the rise of banana ball for us, as we like to call it, is on the rise. And so we're going to be talking about the baseball, the way they play the games and all that stuff a lot. It's so fun to talk about. Just the way they do it, the way they operate it, it's phenomenal. So, now we all know, I know the way they played in New York. Well, the Long Island part of New York. And the way they played down in Hartford looked really good. Because that's what's the crazy thing, right? I mean, they have a player that wears stilts a lot. A lot of times they'll like light up the ball like on fire. They'll light up the bats on fire. And they'll still throw the ball. They'll still you know, hit the ball while it's on fire. So we're going to be talking about stuff like that. Along with the game. Along with the results. And all that fun stuff. And just a lot of offshoot stuff. Because there's so, much thing, so many things. And so much involved with the team that really needs to be dissected. And so that's what we're going to do. It's all going to be just banana baseball from here on out. And are we excited? I, I know I am. It's all while podcast is. So, now it's just a matter of getting all you excited. So, here's to a new journey. Here's to a lot of fun just talking about baseball and the fun part of baseball. So, without further ado, go bananas. On one of the wilder home runs, probably actually the most insane homer we've seen on the season thus far. Not to be outdone by a little Statue of Liberty fire pitch. Four strike three. The K's just get crazier and crazier as the night goes on. And you just see Kyle Lewis completely unfazed, but his battery mate Bill Roy had to shake up the ball. It was that hot. Now you've got Zach Phillips who comes in in the eighth. Bananas up two points to one. And how about this for Phillips? The fly ball caught by Noah Bridges. And then a beautiful tumbling catch. Once again, Noah Bridges making a phenomenal play. And Zach Phillips, are you about to set another sub two MPI? You sure are. One minute and 26 seconds for Phillips. 12th best all time. The man simply cannot be stopped. And the Ferry Hawks weren't going to be able to figure him out in the ninth inning either. Talk about an athlete who says pitchers can't move off the bump. That is a beautiful play by the Nanners' closer last night. He gets the two-inning save, and it is greatest showman o'clock. And that marked seven straight challenger wins for the Bananas. We said eight last night, actually seven straight challenger wins.